1: Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank podcast. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show that's all about helping you up your game and learn more about everything going on in the world of talent development. And today's episode is my bonus Q&A with Jen Collins. And uh, if you didn't already listen to our full conversation about marketing your L&D programs, go back and check that out, do yourself a favor. If you have, I hope you enjoyed it. And I know you'll enjoy today's bonus q and I'm gonna ask Jen about her biggest accomplishments and failures in her career, the challenges and trends that she's following in l and a book recommendation and an app or platform, and some really great career advice she gives as well quick note before we start that conversation. Jen is a longtime member of the Talent Development Think Tank community. Uh, In that community, we have calls every Wednesday on Zoom. We have guest speakers like Jen and others. Many guests that you've heard on this podcast are going to be speaking if they haven't already in the community. And we also do open forum calls with the idea of letting people connect with each other and share with each other what they're working on, the best practices, the challenges in the world of talent development. It's really a valuable place to be. Everybody there who engages in it absolutely loves it heard of many of them on the podcast in the past. So if you work in talent development, you might want to come check us out. Our website is tdtt.us. That's tdtt.us. All right, now on to my bonus Q&A conversation with Jen Collins. All right. Back with Jen Collins for our bonus Q&A round. And Jen, I wanted to start with this question. You recently made this move over to LearnIn, and I know you've worked in marketing and with clients and stuff in the past. So maybe this is not as big of a shift for you as it would be for others who have worked in L&D. But I'm just curious, having worked in-house you know, in-house in L&D, what it's like to now make the move over to the other side as a, quote, vendor working with L&D professionals.
0: Yes. Great question. And oddly enough, it's actually not that different for me because I've actually had a similar experience earlier Mm -hmm. in my career where I was on the ad agency side and I was working with my client for about three years and then a position opened up on the client side and then I ended up joining the team on the client side. So I kind of flipped sides. And then soon, similarly, left that position as a client and then went back to an ad agency. And so for actually 12 years, I worked with the same people in just different capacities Hmm. for it. And so it seems to be my path because actually how I came about learning was I was a client at Advantage Solutions, VP of Learning and Development. And we were looking for a platform to house our onboarding programs and really um, embed opportunities for deep skill building. And we ended up leveraging LearnIn as a solution. And so I brought that into the organization, started to onboard them, and then shortly after left and took a little bit of a hiatus and then ended back up at LearnIn. And so that I had been working with Michelle, my boss, and Taylor, our chief product officer for a year prior to me even ever joining the learning team or applying for a job there. So
1: Hmm.
0: it's kind of interesting. But for people who are, you know, making the jump, I truly believe the experiences that you have to sit on both sides of the table can really help round out how you problem solve and provide solutions. Because as the saying goes, walk a moment in their shoes, that's really what we're out to do. And so whether you're a client walking in the shoes of your vendor or partner or you're a vendor or partner walking in the shoes of your client, it's an important skill to have.
1: Yeah, it gives you a lot of empathy when you have that experience, which is really cool being on both sides. Sounds like you like to move Around from side to side, so maybe there's a company out there that might be able to recruit you back in house one day. We'll we'll see. We'll see how things go with this yeah, career.
0: I'm, I'm loving it at learning. So.
1: <laughs> Speaking of your career, Jen, you've done a, a number of different things as we talked about. When you think back across your career so far, what's been one of your proudest moments or biggest accomplishments?
0: Yeah, I would say one of the proudest things, I'll say one on a big scale and and one on a small. My proudest big accomplishment was while I was at Advantage, we took an effort where it was very subject matter expert heavy, and they were pushing content out to um, other teams. And we modernized it to integrated into SharePoint and Teams, created a, a learning experience and kind of an academy of sorts, leveraged and empowered the team to create content so that we had content providers that weren't just those subject matter experts and really started to move the needle on creating this culture of learning where the burden wasn't just on these formal learning events. We were had the opportunity to create learning experiences and and touch points where it wasn't just about going to a course or class, but maybe it was an interaction on a Slack channel or for us, it was Teams and surrounding our learners with meaningful assets in and out of the flow of work. So I think having that come to life was really great on a broader scale. On a more specific scale, one of the things I'm most proud of is, and we talk about this in the longer podcast interview, my journey began in marketing and I slowly pivoted over to learning and development by essentially creating a role uh, within my company over the course of three years. And in doing so, after I shared that journey with a few colleagues at Advantage, they were able to do the same and they were moving able to move over from a creative writer role into a strategist role. And it's really exciting to see other people own their career and own their life and see the potential of how you can easily pivot or make, easy isn't the right word, but simply pivot over and, and make those moves to, to yeah. really- your life.
1: I like that. Flip side, Jen, what's been one of your biggest mistakes or failures in your career? And what did you learn from it?
0: Yeah, I'd say falling into the echo chamber. One of the first challenges I had when I was really dove into learning and development, because I was not formally trained in it, Mm -hmm. was falling into the trap of learning styles. And I thankfully had someone who was able to coach me on the research of how people learn and that learning styles has been debunked. But for a while in that role, I was a perpetuating this myth, this common myth in LD. And I see that I don't really call it a failure, but it was definitely a hard learning because I had to swallow my pride of being like, wow, I really don't know this, but I think that it helped me take a different approach as I've moved forward in my career in that I know that there's so much more to learn. I try to ask more questions and I'm really open to feedback and I want to hear from others if they catch me saying something or I've suggesting something that really hasn't been backed by science or Mm. evidence informed, debunked, or it's a common myth, you know, and because in learning and development, if we continue to perpetuate things that don't actually make an impact, that's what's going to, to hold us back in driving effectiveness for our organizations.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Jen, what would you say is the biggest challenge in talent development these days?
0: I think that it's probably deep skill building. We have a content overload. We have a lot of things available to us Mm -hmm. and a lot of content out there, but oftentimes we're missing the context of how that needs to be applied specifically for your job or in your role and in your company. And so I think the challenge of making sure organizations try to bridge that gap of it's not an either or, it's a both. And that's what, when you you marry the context with the content, and then you ensure that there is time for practice, reflection, and application, that's really where the deep skill building can come to life. And it is that deep skill building that's going to make the behavior changes that we're looking for.
1: Absolutely. What's a trend that you're following in L&D that you're excited about?
0: Yeah, chat GPT. GPT, yeah. Yep. Mm, Man, I've gone down the rabbit hole already. I think it's exciting. It's terrifying and exciting at the same time. It's really weird. I saw your LinkedIn post today, joking about how it wrote the how to. Yeah, I
1: went into OpenAI and asked it to write a LinkedIn post for me about owning your career. And it spit out this great post about the five things you need to be doing to own your career. And I was like, I, this is pretty good. I don't need to do this anymore. I'm, I'm done. AI can just write posts for me, which like you said, is, is scary and also really intriguing. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, it kind of went deep on this, this weekend. What's there's still so much to learn and understand about it. One thing that I didn't realize before and now makes a little bit more sense is that it is guessing and making a prediction on the next thing that mm-hmm. makes sense, not actually doing a calculation and so it kind of goes back to what we were talking about too, about the context of things. And so I truly think that this can be great as a, um, as a supplement to what we're doing. And even for me, I've already identified ways in which I can use it in my role where I help companies conceptualize what an academy can be for their organization. And oftentimes they give me a topic that they're working on, let's say, you know, agile or data and analytics and power BI dashboards that I know nothing about, uh, but I need to help them show what that can look like. And so this can help bridge the gap of that content that I need to know of those topics, but then I can use our own, you know, methodology and learning strategy to then build, you know, effective academies. So it'll be interesting to see where, where it goes from here.
1: It really will. And I just see it as further proof that we need to own our careers. We need to be doing things to prepare for the future, you know, learning about keeping up with the latest trends, building a network, building a brand, because we can't just count on things staying the same. You know, things are just going to keep changing faster and faster. And there are many jobs that I have this debate with my wife all the time about this, but there'll be many jobs that will be taken over by the robots, right? They'll be automated, they won't exist anymore. But many new jobs will be created over time as it always has been. So are you setting yourself up to take on those new positions? Are you helping your people upskill, reskill to be able to take on those new positions? These are the things that we need to be thinking about. Jen, you think back across your career, is there a book that has made a big impact for you or one that you often recommend?
0: Yeah, Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff. I actually read it this year uh, so it's top of mind for me but I truly believe self the having self-compassion is the bedrock of living a more fulfilled joyful life and career mm. and that when we work on that and it's it's not about loving it's not just about self-love it's truly the compassion piece of it because we have, Faults, we have flaws. We, there's areas in which we can improve, but leveraging self-compassion to to reframe that and to really take ownership of what we can control, I think is is a really important skill to develop, and can really help us in our personal and professional relationships. So,
1: yeah, I like that. I haven't read that book, but I remember. We were talking earlier about the Talent Development Think Tank retreat that we we had back in January. I remember, Massimo Bacchus right. uh, gave a, did a session on self compassion and talking about you know compassion in leadership. And he's been on the podcast to talk about that recently as well. And I, I saw how that really resonated with people. It's it's so important. Jen, is there a a tool or an app or a platform that you've been loving lately that uh, has been making your job easier or you just enjoy using?
0: Ooh, so again chat gpt uh, yeah. that's been fun to just play around with and kind of see how it how it works and other tools outside of our platform, uh, but yeah. but that, I don't know that that counts for the learning platform.
1: Yeah. Learning, we'll throw in chat GPT and learning platform. And, you know, there's, I was just curious because there's lots of interesting things people are, are using. Last question, Jen, for those of us in talent development who are looking for other ways to grow in our careers and achieve more success, what's one more piece of advice you would give?
0: I would say continue to uh, work on your own professional development. We can, what is that saying? The cobbler's kids wear no, no shoes. Like we we make time for our own development. And at the end of the day, we can't pour from an empty cup. We've got to step outside of the echo chamber, continue to learn from others, develop yourself, grow yourself. That way you can bring it back to your organization and your teams and, and we'll all be stronger because of it.
1: Agree 100%, and I see how L&D professionals often focus on helping others and don't really engage in their own professional development, but I see you doing that on a regular basis, as a member in the community and coming to the conference and all the other stuff that you're out there doing. And I appreciate your involvement and just admire how much you invest in yourself. And, you know, I do the same. So you, you are a shining example there. So thanks again, Jen, for coming on the podcast and sharing all of your experiences and wisdom. Always love chatting with you and look forward to talking with you again soon.
0: All right. Thanks, Andy. It's been a delight.
1: Take care. All right. That will do it for my bonus Q&A conversation with Jen Collins. I hope you enjoyed that convo. I know Jen's pretty active on LinkedIn. She posts a lot of great content on there. Uh, So if you're not already connected with her, following her, uh, make sure you go check her out. Let her know you heard her on the Talent Development Think Tank podcast with me. And if you're not following me on LinkedIn, I would love for you to come connect with me or follow me there. I'm sharing content on a regular basis, including the LinkedIn post that we mentioned where I use ChatGPT, the AI platform, to write a LinkedIn post for me that I didn't have to write myself. And it's kind of creepy and scary and also really, really cool. And I plan on playing with it some more. Maybe AI will be running this podcast soon. Who knows? We'll see what the future brings. I'm always open to it. So thank you again for listening. All the information about our podcast, our membership community, and our events are on our website, tdtt.us. You can find all the info there, tdtt.us. Reach out if you have any questions and I look forward to talking with you next time.